You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Welcome back once again to your friends at Cup How the Pop Culture Podcast. My name is Jordan Lowe. My name is Cliff Barnes. I'm Steph. A proper intro this week. We're going to try and have like segments and 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 like a plan. order, a mm-hmm. plan. A plan. A plan is good. I love it when a plan comes together. Because I know like to be a podcaster, any kind of you know, personality, you have to have a clear mind. You have to have sharp instincts. You got to be, you can't be distracted by the outside world. Pre-made bumpers. Right. Ready That's to why go. we meet like this, because we can sharpen each other. Right. Keep us on our toes. Exactly. I think we're getting there. 200 plus episodes. Man. <laughs> Zooming at you once again. We got a new segment. Here it is. Hello there, Peabody here. Once again, it is time to take another revealing peek back into history. What famous date shall I set it to today, Mr. Peabody? We're sending you back to the future. Must be some kind of hot tub time machine. mentioned that I was reading a bunch of time travel books and I was going to put them in order or whatever, count them down or something. I was just like, nah, I just am just going to keep reading them. So I'm just going to, every couple episodes, I'm going to tell you one that I read and that's it. Did we have so, a literary segment? Yes. Ooh. And so on our first segment, I this you may know this or have read it, Jordan. It is of the comic book variety by an author called Alex Robinson. It's called Too Cool. Ah, I've never read it, but I have. I remember it when it came out. It got really great reviews and was a big hit and big acclaim when it first yeah. came out. Is it I've supposed had- to look like a? cigarette pack yeah okay it's too cool it even has a warning on the back all right anyway oh my god it's too bright in here um anyway the yeah i i've had uh one of the box office poison in my wish list or something forever uh that um that he wrote i feel like i'd heard his name before too but anyway this came up on my when i was searching time travel things so anyway i'm just gonna Usually in this segment, I'll just tell you basically what it's about without spoiling anything. Tell you whether it's worth reading. So anyway, I'll show you some of the art too. It's just it's all black and white. You know, just him drawing and writing, I'm sure. Anyway, it is about a guy that wants to quit smoking. 
And his wife takes, he's like in his 40s, his wife takes him to a hypnotist to, you know, try to hypnotize him to quit smoking. So he, you know, it's very early on this happens. So I'm not spoiling anything. It's just he gets hypnotized and wakes up back in high school. And which, of course, that's that's. Those are the best time travelers. You're back in high school and all the things you got to do to, you know, you re see all these people and everything. Oh, what was I doing on this day? And what was going on? And he quickly realizes that this is the day that he first smoked a cigarette. Is he watching like Marty no, McFly? He is, he is or in, he's in, he's in he high is, school. He is in okay. high school again. Okay. And. He's just reliving this day, basically. And, or so he thinks, you know, he's a, it's, it's, he's not sure, but he is assumed. I'm obviously he's on, it is this day because it's the first time he smoked a cigarette. And so he just knows that at, at the end of the day, he's going to smoke a cigarette and he just has to not do that. And it was excellent. It was excellent. It, it goes, of course, of course, it doesn't go. It's not that straightforward story like that, and it's it's then you know what his life was like back in that time, and the ending is really good. It's it's a very uh, uh, kind of abrupt ending, but pretty powerful, and I, I I definitely recommend it. It wasn't the best time travel story I ever read, but it was absolutely worth reading if you enjoy time time travel. What publisher put that out? Oh, that's probably a good question it looks very independent to me but it says top shelf productions hmm. yeah, just, i don't, I don't think they're enough. around anymore <laughs> or they got bought out by a different company right. but that's it i recommend it cool. and so you said uh something about the emmys or i thought are they actually doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing our other segment? Uh, just, that, was oh, a great, I'm sorry. that was a great segue, but it was a segue to the wrong segment. I'm sorry. And we have like schedules yes. and plans. <laughs> Remember how okay. we were talking I about wrote the them plans? Down. Yeah, you know me. Sorry. So do we go with this flow and just swerve into what you segued? Or do we nope. stick to the paper? Paper. We've completely derailed. We've lost. The segue is gone now. So it really doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> Finely tuned machine. Ay, ay, ay. You down with KPP? Yeah, you know me. What the hell is wrong with you people? You know me. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You know me. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Why are you the way that you are? Yeah, we were going to do a segment we haven't done in a long time. And I don't know, no one's clamoring for it, but we're going to do it anyway. Sure. Yeah, you know me. This is where we pick out a random question. We all have uh, answers for it. Uh, something maybe to, to get to know us a little better or to spark some memory or just to 
yeah. to, to, to get to know us just a, a tiny bit better. Now, in the past when we've done this, we just we, we drew out a question. We had a whole bunch of them. We just drew them out. One person picked, and then we we didn't really have any time to really think about it or, right. you know, it was really put us on the spot. But it worked out really well because we came up with some fun stuff, some fun answers uh, several times over. Now this but that's time, not that's not hygienic. We can't we can't no. pass a hat anymore. Right. So this time we you had sent out Jordan sent us a few questions and we just kind of randomly picked one that we thought was appropriate to our podcast. Yeah. So we, yeah, it's about TV. It's about us. Those are two things we like. So our question this week was: What TV family most reminds you of your own? We all grew up watching those family sitcoms, family dramas. We're still watching them today. So, is there a, a family you saw on the screen that you that you know, reminded you of your own family? Yeah, we and I can't say I really have a prepared answer for this, but <laughs> but uh, the the joke in in my family, including my parents and some of my cousins. We were always all huge fans of the the vacation movies and the Griswold family and how you, you know, whoever wants to play that part, a cousin Eddie or Clark or whatever. But we always related to that somewhat. That was my first immediate thought, like, oh, that's always been a running joke. But this is supposed to be like sitcom families, TV families. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just immediately thought of the Griswolds for you guys, but right, that's a movie family. Right. Uh, right now, I think I'm in the bunkers. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm Meathead. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know where to go from there. Um, yeah, okay. What about you, Jordan? Sure I had a hard time. I, I couldn't think of anything. You know, I'm, neither of you guys seem to have a real strong answer either. But uh, So I texted my brothers, and I said, what do you think? And we, we both had – all three came up with similar answers, so they must be the right ones. Uh, the first one I thought of was Malcolm in the Middle – because mm-hmm. I had two brothers, I was the really? middle child, and a genius. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> and my mom was unquestionably the head of the household, and you know, but you know, we didn't torture each other like the, those kids. I mean, there was some bullying going on between the brothers, but it wasn't the to the extent of that. It's more show. mental. Yes, bullying. More yeah. like, more like, hey playing video games in the basement. Let's tell Jordan his birthday is in the middle of summer when it's right. really at Christmas time. Yeah. That is a total sitcom plot. You're right. <laughs> this writes itself. Um, I thought of Mama's family. Oh. Uh, my ma- in her advancing age, my mom is becoming much like Vicki Lawrence from Mama's family. Okay. Kind of outspoken and doesn't put up with anybody's crap. Wow. Uh, then... Jared actually Can we came get up her with, on here. <laughs> she would never. No, she did learn to zoom. She's a secretary at elementary school, and she called me. He's like, 
they want me to zoom. I got to zoom. They're having a meeting. I got to zoom. I'm like, okay, relax. We'll teach you how to zoom. <laughs> so, yeah. Imagine Vicky Lawrence zooming. <laughs> uh, Jared came up with home improvement. Again, yeah. three brothers. Three boys, yeah. And my dad was a carpenter. Okay. And we had a really weird neighbor. <laughs> okay. So that all kind of fits. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not quite... Yeah, it's not quite there. So I, I'm leaning toward Roseanne. Uh, the very blue-collar lifestyle. Uh, again, mom walks all over. <laughs> you know, right. She's in charge. Uh, and I thought about cool. how, yeah. like, how sarcasm. We that's we speak sarcasm. That's that's right. the main language in the low mm-hmm. household, yeah. which had a real Roseanne feel. I would definitely be the Darlene of the group. So that that fits. So I, I Darlene think, is my spirit animal. <laughs> so it's I'm somewhere on the spectrum between home improvement and Roseanne. That's that's where I would be. <sighs> yeah, didn't I, give, I I didn't spend enough time on it, but I, it would have to be something where you know I thought of Roseanne also for us, but it's like I yeah. I'm not There's not really enough similarities that. and everything I can't I can get. It's a can't find the right. I, I was trying combo. to come maybe up. maybe like um, growing pains or something. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the number of kids and boys and girls. You know. Well, I I, I was thinking in terms of of my family now um, as totally, being from the totally parent. From the parent role, you know, my my wife is as has been very successful, and and she's you know obviously the the, the person that runs everything around here, and I'm just kind of here half the time, and not re- re- I don't really often know what's going on or pay attention a lot. <laughs> so I was I was trying to come up with something with that kind of dynamic, um, and then of course you know the kids. Um, and I, th- I, I thought a little bit of like that dumpy, modern family-ish um, dynamic there with you know the dad that uh, kind of doesn't always know what's happening or 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 whatever, and the mom runs the show and is very outspoken, um, and then you have the kids. You know, one is, um, one is very inte- intelligent and advanced and. And the other one, you know, the other two are not so much. Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> that doesn't, I mean, not that that's an exact match of uh, it in any way, but uh, I was trying to connect the dots that maybe aren't there w- with us. So I, 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 that was about all I could really come up with on like current shows. Cause I thought of this kind of the same ones you were talking about, you know, the, uh, um, Malcolm in the middle and all that. Um, and there's shows we love that, you know, things happen that we can relate to certainly, but there's uh, a single Disney channel show that I, I, I thought for sure it'd be one of those like ABC. I can't say F shows or something. Well, aren't you like the Winslow's or something? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that show. So that could be your Urkel next door. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. God, no, he's uh they're like married with children. Yeah, aren't yeah. you? You guys are married with children. Maybe more that. So yeah, sitting there, 
So. Oh well, uh, we kind of did it. Yeah, we tried. Yeah, so you, I don't know if that if you know what's any better or not, but <laughs> there you go. Moving on. <laughs> All right, if you have a question for us, a yeah, you know me sort of question, please send it in. Tweet us, email us, Facebook us. We would love to hear it. Uh, otherwise, we're going to stick with the TV theme and talk a little television. What in the good Lord is going on? Nothing. Them just some fellas I play car pranks with. The worst thing about prison was the, was the Dementors. Nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's going to die. There are no strings on me. So if you want to make more money and uh, keep the money that you make... Better call Saul. He looks like a panda and a Disney princess had a baby. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Randall! Okay, stay in your room! First I thought you and the others were gods. Then I realized you're just men. And I know men. You guys, look at my dirty girl. Roll on snare drum. Good joke. The uh, Emmys are still happening. Have you heard yeah, that? I, I'd heard that somewhere recently. Glad you brought that up. Uh, just recently announced all the nominees. Uh, they'll be announced on September 20th this year. They've got Jimmy Himmel's Jimmy Kimmel scheduled as host, <laughs> but it has been quote reimagined as a virtual event. Like everything Sounds like else. a freaking stupid idea. Yeah. Emmys so, now. You know, who cares about this at all? I mean, go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you just took the wind out of my sails. <laughs> I just mean, like, why would what? What are you they? You mean the event? The the actual, yes, I guess the pomp and circumstance. But we love television, and there's some good TV on here. Uh, Netflix had 160 nominations. Leading everyone. HBO was second with 107. Hmm. Watchmen was mm -hmm. the top nominee with 26 nominations. How about that? Our best One of the, of the best decade. shows of the 2010s. Right. We yeah. added that as the best show of the decade, and the, the Emmy voters are backing us up with 26 nominations. And the big surprise everyone thought that The Mandalorian came away with 15 nominations. Yeah. People thought that was a shock. I don't think it was a shock because it's not the first Star Wars movie or first Star Wars show to be nominated because Caravan of Courage was one of four films to be jury awarded an Emmy for outstanding special visual effects. What? So Caravan of Courage has an Emmy. So Mandalorian is not special. Wow. Get Caravan of Courage on Disney Plus right now. <laughs> Entitle this... The Mandalorian is not special. <laughs> it is not special. People I are remember like, shock. Star Wars Emmy nomination. Finally, we're recognized. Like, yeah, yeah. Ewok's been there, done that. Old I do remember them announcing this the other day and thinking that it was a travesty that Kim Wexler was not mentioned anywhere. Well, that was going to... You just stepped on my final point in all this. <laughs> yes! The biggest snub of this year, among many others. All right, I, I don't have every single category written down, but I have a ton, so I'll, I'll just kind of okay. zip through these nominees. You zoom through them. I was zoom zoom, 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 loom, loom. 
if you have a strong opinion of what you think will win or what should win, throw it out there. We'll zip through these. Uh, Outstanding Variety Talk Series. All the same usual suspects. The Daily Show, Full Frontal, Jimmy Kimmel, John Oliver, Stephen Colbert. Oliver. John Oliver always seems to win that. Mm -hmm. Did you guys uh, see the latest one about U.S. history? Yes. That should be like... Yes. Everyone should be made to watch that. I agree. Did you see it, Jordan? Not yet, no. It, it's basically just like how we all learned from Watchmen about the Tulsa massacre and how we learn more about Juneteenth and everything. It's just like, it's just like how embarrassing it is that we didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. and it, it is a a well done segment. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it, I wish that uh, like I could watch that. Uh, an updated segment where they pick a new subject and, and show you, you know, how we're, how we've always been taught and how we should have been taught. Like I could it's, watch that it's every so, week. The thing is, it's so disheartening to watch something like that. Cause you're just like, we're so screwed. And the, but he does such a good job, but I, I've thought before in the past of sharing one of those segments or, or something for mm-hmm. people to see, but it's just like, the they things won't. he says in there that are hilarious to us are would be so grotesque to the people that you want to watch it. Yeah, that they're just like, "Oh my gosh, he said this," and it's like that's just the jokes that he's filling in, but, bet- in between the spaces here, you know. But the, they're not going to click on it. No, we can I put. I've shared those segments myself, and they're not the people you want to to watch that are never right. going to click on it. Right. I'm yeah. never going to click on those people anymore anyway. So yeah, next pretty, segment, pretty much every episode <laughs> of his, I've thought, wow, I'd really love to send this to, well, never mind. Someone's brain. Right? It mm-hmm. won't do any good. Okay, but yeah, as category. far as a show put together with, you know, great humor and great, uh, intellectual thought stimulation. Yes. John Oliver deserves it. Outstanding Variety Sketch Series. Only three nominees for some reason. A Black Lady Sketch Show from HBO, Drunk History, or Saturday Night Live. I've only watched... I've never watched Drunk History. It's good. It's not always great, but it's good. I mean, I... I I, I, I won't say I never have. I did did see Lin-Manuel do that one, but Mm I... I mean, I've always watch SNL. I always record it and watch it the next day. It's hardly ever good. That's the main so, problem. <laughs> so, but I, but I'm an SNL fan. I like, I like that it's a risk, you know, that it's live and stuff. So, um, but I don't feel strongly about this. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure what people would say. I don't even know what the first one is. Uh, Sounded like you were about to make a major faux pas. <laughs> it's an H- it's an HBO show, isn't it? It's all yeah, it's all female led, and it's all African American, so mm-hmm. it feels like it's in the zeitgeist. Uh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's huh. newer, but yeah. Okay, what's next? Outstanding animated program: Big Mouth, Bob's Burgers, BoJack Horseman, Rick and Morty, 
or The Simpsons. How many times has The Simpsons won this? I, I would assume BoJack's yeah, going to win. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know how like how tastes lean in this kind of vote, you know, because the voters are generally older, you know, establishment uh, yeah. Hollywood yeah. types. So. BoJack I, is critically acclaimed. People people love that it's 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 very uh dramatic i guess it's got a very good dark storylines and stuff and this so. this would be the final season if you wanted to award it or reward it you know for its full run yeah it would be yeah. a good time to do nick nick watched the whole thing he said he really liked it there's some really good episodes and it's it's a thinker i love me some bob's burgers um and big mouth is very it's cutting watched, edge, but it, it's I funny. Four or five episodes, and just got, I, it was funny for a while, and then I just, oh yeah, I get it. <laughs> Didn't do it for me really. All right, reality shows, outstanding reality competition, Masked Singer, Nailed It, RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, or The Voice. So your your big brother's not on there. Well, I mean, Survivor should have been on there. Survivor's not on there, so I don't know what. Say him again. The Masked Singer nailed it. RuPaul, Top Chef, or The Voice? I don't even know what nailed it is. Uh, that's the baking show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where oh, they nailed it. Yeah, like <laughs> they're they're given. I think I could be completely wrong, but. I think they're giving like a very complicated thing to make and they're not really chefs. Oh, they just got to make so it up. Whoever gets closest to it, they're like, oh, nailed it as a kind of mm. a jokey thing. I got you. Uh, I like Top Chef. I'm, I'm always like, I, I skipped a few seasons in there somewhere, but I watched the last couple of it and we used to watch it back in the day, but. I really like that show. And then um, I, I've never watched RuPaul's Drag Race, but... It gets really high. I I could totally see it, would think that that's probably going to win because yeah, that it's seems to be the usually one. popular. Yeah. Usually mm-hmm. popular. Although uh, Masked Singer was quite a phenomenon. I don't know if it was the second I, I watched the, the I watched the last year. five minutes every week this past <laughs> season. What, right, it was at the beginning of my Lego Masters recording. All right, best structured reality program, Antiques Roadshow, Love is Blind, Queer Eye, Shark Tank, or A Very Brady Renovation. I watched A Very Brady Renovation. It was really neat, but nothing beats Queer Eye. Yeah, it's no Queer Eye. (laughs) Queer Eye is one of the best things ever. (laughs) I can sit down and watch a Shark Tank you know, some night it's on every night of the week, it seems like, but that's that's about as far as I go on this uh, reality uh, categories. Yeah, I watch Queer right. Eye, but that's it. Outstanding unstructured reality. Amy Schumer learns to cook. Cheer. Kevin Hart, don't F this up. RuPaul's Drag Race, Untucked. And We're Here. <laughs> Untucked is the that's the best title. <laughs> Cheer is one hundred percent my vote. 
that, that was, was a, huge when it when it dropped. Yeah. I remember everybody talking about that. That was a great show. Uh, outstanding reality show host, Queer Eye, Nailed It, Shark Tank, Top Chef, Making It, or RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't care. And yeah, makes no difference. Yes, we're really going for it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm, in, I'm in it for something I care. Give me another category. All right, that's all the reality stuff. Outstanding TV movie. How about this? Ooh. American Son, Bad Education, Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, colon, These Old Bones, <laughs> El Camino, colon, A Breaking Bad Movie, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, colon, Kimmy versus the Reverend. And, uh, you gotta, you're, when you get the opportunity to, say a title with colon in it, you have to time it up, right? Like it's an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt colon. Then whatever. Like it's an unbreakable colon is what I'm getting at. Okay. First there's off, our, uh, basically. Title. Yep. <laughs> unbreakable yeah. colon. There's two really good ones in there. Bad Education and El Camino. i I can't remember what all else went, but those are my two votes. Uh, of those two, I would probably you get, <laughs> huh? get two votes. Well, I got to pick one here. Did I you did, see I both of those? I ended up watching Bad Education. I thought it was good. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, that HBO movie. Yeah. I. Wow, I really like both of those. So I don't either one of those winning would make me happy. I didn't get to see the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt one though, so I, I'm sure I will like it. But it's yeah. it's hard to compete with a you know a big dr- dramatic movie. Yeah. But the Emmys always like Breaking Bad, so they might they might lean El Camino. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Uh, outstanding writing for a comedy: The Good Place, The Great, Shit's Creek, What We Do in the Shadows. Hmm. That what was, was a the surprise. first one. Uh, the Good Place. Oh, uh, yeah. I watched that whole series and oh, yeah. great first season, but it got tedious. Um, Good ending, but... I, I've talked about Schitt's Creek and how much I we want like it. so bad to like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched the entire first season and do not get it I do not like it. And everybody says it's it's great. And I will say that almost everybody says the first season's the worst and Mm -hmm. it gets it's it gets so much better and everything. But I'm not a big fan of that. (laughs) I I, I, I've never been a big fan of some of having to watch a so much of something before it gets good it's like it's good or it's not you know and then i don't believe that it's going to dramatically be something different here soon uh, i mean i hear all about the tears and all this stuff i was like i've watched a season and i feel like and it's been the same every time and it doesn't do anything for me i want so i was like okay season two 
I was like, I'm gonna go for it here. And I watched the the first episode of season two, and it's the same <laughs> as season one. And I was like, that's it. Right. If you could, maybe if you can convince me that episode two of season two is gonna <laughs> suddenly become something better than this, there's been nothing to. I don't get what anybody's talking about it's not nowhere near the place that people are talking about so i just like don't uh, i don't know there's like we're crying and all this stuff i'm like yeah are you watching what i'm watching did you cry (laughs) in the first season the first season no no okay and you kept watching that because yes what i didn't dislike the first season i do think it probably progresses um you know, I don't even know five, five seasons, six. I don't remember. It's five, point. I think. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's a character-driven show. It, it maybe it's I just like not it. for me. Or... I think every show gets better, especially a comedy, the longer you watch it because you get invested and you like the characters and you and little jokes, you know, little running gags continue yeah. where you they 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 discover things about their character and the actors do a little bit more. So it's, yeah, I, I can see a lot of comedies take a little time. You first sit down to watch the office or whatever. Like who's this creepy boss? I don't like him. This is weird. I don't like this show. So like within, you know, a couple seasons, then you get more of the interplay. So yeah. to me, comedies are always funny. The longer they go. I, I agree. Until they fall off a cliff. I just feel like I'm they not, burn, I, what, what, what I'm, st- what I'm starting <laughs> with. Yeah. I just feel like what I'm starting. Well, I could talk. I've been watching some happy days. I can, I can talk your ear off about some happy days. I sent you. I sent you guys the lost episode. They didn't even show on me TV. Too hot for me TV. Yep. I was like, what happened? It. I was like, what? I was like, who is this guy sitting in this booth? It looks like he's like, what am I doing here? When and, and then I was like, realized I'd missed an episode. Um, uh, in case anyone is wondering, The Great is a Hulu show, a genre-bending anti-historical ride through 18th century Russia, starring Elle Fanning. It was supposed to be yeah. very the favorite type type show, which yeah, was a good I movie. Just, I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, What We Do in the Shadows is great. I, I don't care if it ever wins awards. I just I, It's nice that people are watching it and it's going to get renewed. So that's my favorite of the best. Outstanding Writing Drama. Better Call Saul, The Crown, Ozark, or Succession? Wow. <laughs> well, I, I don't watch The Crown, but I'm sure I, I've only heard good things about it. It's just not really for me. Uh, the other three, Ozark, Better Call Saul, Succession, are all great. Um, I would I mean, Ozark is the le- least of those, but... Uh, Better Call Saul and Succession are just fantastic. I, 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 I haven't watched Better Call Saul, but uh, I couldn't get, I just could not get into Succession. My wife really liked it. Um, Ozark, I, I like. Um, I think it's great. Yeah, it's good. It's it, it's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I've liked all all three seasons of Ozark. Those other two are just a little bit better t- to me. I mean, I, I'd have to say Better Call Saul was the best of those what else you got outstanding writing for a limited series movie or dramatic special 
Mrs. America, mm-hmm. Normal People, Unbelievable, Unorthodox, or Watchmen. Watch. And these, watched... these categories are always, they submit a certain episode, so it's one specific episode. So the episode oh. of Watchmen that was submitted was This Extraordinary Being, the one I thought was the best of the run, the yeah. flashback yeah. where mm-hmm. you learn the history of Will Reeves. So, yeah, if there was one episode of TV this year I thought was better than anything, it's that one specific episode of Watchmen. What, what were uh, the other episodes? I didn't write those down. Oh, yeah. What were, Didn't okay, matter. What, <laughs> unbreakable. Un, is that what he said? Unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. Is that the one with the yes. Merritt Kate, Weaver? And... Yes, Caitlin Deaver, Tony Collette. Uh, rape victim uh, gets kind of oh. caught up in the system and mm-hmm. uh, ends up changing her story a little bit. And then people stop believing her. And then it just becomes a horrifying nightmare of... Uh, yeah. Uh, paperwork really and yeah, it yeah, was wonderful. It, it was very good. What was the first thing he said? Mrs. America. Yeah, I watched that. It was with um, what's her face? Had John Slattery and why can't I think of her name? She was. Oh, uh, yeah, the lady. Kate Blanchett. Yes. Yeah, it was good. I did not know histor- about that woman, the real woman she played. I can't even think of her name, but uh, but I didn't know all the history of that, the equal rights amendment not stuff we talked about before, but it was a pretty good show. Yeah. Unorthodox is a Netflix show, a woman fleeing an arranged marriage in Brooklyn to start a new life abroad. Normal people's on Hulu. Like, it gets a lot of good uh, talk. I think like an Irish drama. Yeah. Yeah, I just haven't got around to different, that. Different, two lovers from different backgrounds in the same small town in Ireland. Pretty good things. I would say Watchmen to my vote. Yep. I just, I can't, you know, it got, it got the most nominee nominations, but I, I find it hard to believe and I'm going to watch this show and hear the word Watchmen you know, named with a bunch of trophies. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'll be surprised, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, so sticking with the limited series movie or whatever, uh, let's go outstanding actor. Yahya Abdul-Martin II from Watchmen, oh. who played, spoiler, uh, uh, Joven Adepo from Watchmen, who played the young Will Reeves from that episode we were talking about. Titus Burgess from Kimmy Schmidt, Lewis Gossett Jr. from Watchmen, and Jim Parsons from Hollywood, which is kind of a period piece set in, I think, 1950s Hollywood. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that. Um, I, I need to go back and watch more of it because it was really good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a preference. I don't know who was the best in Watchmen. That's a lot of Watchmen nominees. To, to split the <laughs> vote. Split the vote, yeah. <laughs> uh, supporting actress in a limited series of movie. Uzo Aduba from Mrs. America. Tony Collette from Unbelievable. Margot Martindale from Mrs. America. Gene Smart from Watchmen. Holland Taylor from Hollywood. Or Tracy Ullman from Mrs. America. So the supporting actress 
we're splitting the vote on Ms. America here. Lots of lots of ladies. I say Jean Smart. Hmm. She was terrific as a. She was terrifical. I, I say Silk spoiler. Specter. <laughs> she was great as spoiler. Uh, all right. How about lead actress in a limited mm. series of movie? Kate Blanchett from Mrs. America. Shira Haas from Unorthodox. Regina King from Watchmen. Mm. Octavia Spencer, Self Made. Or Carrie Washington, Little Fires Everywhere. Carrie hmm. Washington for Little Fires Everywhere was was very good, um, but Regina King is probably better. Yeah, for a show with a huge cast, she kind of carried the whole. <laughs> she kind of carried yeah. that whole series. All right, lead actor in a limited series or movie: Jeremy Irons from Watchmen, Hugh Jackman from Bad Education, Paul Mescal from Normal People. Jeremy Pope, Hollywood, or Mark Ruffalo, I know this much is true. Well, either Jeremy Irons or Hugh Jackman. Jeremy point. Irons was just having a fun time. Mm, <laughs> like yeah, he, he was, was just good. he was he was over the top and it was great. But yeah, that bad education, it was a very good performance from Hugh Jackman as like not entirely likable, but you kind of not entirely on, bad. You yeah, know? not unlikable either, yeah. All right, how about outstanding supporting actor for a comedy? All right, we're into the comedy series here. Uh, Mahershala Ali for Rami. Alan Arkin, The Kaminsky Method. Andre Brower, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Sterling K. Brown, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. William Jackson Harper, The Good Place. Daniel Levy, Schitt's Creek. Tony Shalhoub for Ms. Maisel, and Keenan Thompson for SNL. One, two, three, four. That's five. a lot. Yeah. That's eight nominees. That seems exciting. One of the early ones was the one I liked. I don't remember now. It wouldn't surprise me if Dan Levy won that. Again, as after the final season, just yep. as kind of a. Yeah. I, I don't know if. It seems weird. Andre Brower. I don't remember him being nominated. That's who he, I like. He's very good on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He yeah, kinda, that, again, that's, that's my pick. Playing the straight man to all the craziness. Oh, that's ironic. He's not straight. But he plays the straight man to all the craziness in the precinct. Uh, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy Alex Borstein, Mrs. Maisel. Darcy Carden, The Good Place. Betty Gilpin for Glow. Marin Hinkle, Mrs. Maisel. Kate McKinnon, SNL. Annie Murphy, Schitt's Creek. Yvonne Orji, Insecure. Or Cecily Strong, Saturday Night Live. That seems so random, Cecily Strong. I don't remember her do even being in that many skits this past year. And again, it's hard to judge someone, you know, acting ability versus sketch comedy. Like, it's a mm. weird mix to put people like in these categories, but I don't know. Mm. I love Betty Gilpin. Just going to vote mm. for her again. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and we said Glow was much better this year, so Glow well, had a yeah, very strong yeah. third. Agreed. Glow. All right, outstanding lead actress in a comedy: Christina Applegate, Dead to Me; Rachel Brosnahan for Mrs. Maisel; Linda Cardellini. 
from the Muppets. No, wait, sorry. Uh, dead to <laughs> <laughs> Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek. Ooh. Issa Rae from Insecure. Or Tracy Ellis Ross from Blackish. Linda Cardellini in Dead to Me. But her and Christine Applegate, I... I, I like that show. Yeah, I couldn't remember whether you said you watched that. I I hadn't seen it, but it seemed like a very yeah, I new like it. Show. Mm-hmm. They're both very good. They're moms. Both, both women in it nominated for lead actress. Like that's that yeah. seems crazy. Their moms are working. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Rachel Brosnahan wins that every year, though. If I if I yeah, I've watched all three seasons. I think there's been three, two or three seasons of Mrs. Maisel. I think three, and uh, it's totally fine. I don't. I mean, I think people just like to really, they really like to nominate something that is a period piece. Yeah. All right, lead actor of a comedy: Anthony Anderson from Blackish, mm. Don Cheadle from Black Monday, Ted Danson, The Good Place. Michael Douglas, Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, or Rami Youssef from Rami. You know, it has become a joke, this Kaminsky Method. Nobody watches it that I have ever heard of. But they get nominated for everything. It's been nominated for years now. I'll go Dan Levy. I like him. He's about the best thing about that show that I saw. Eugene. Eugene, Eugene, his dad. Whatever. Eyebrows. Oh yeah, okay. um, like lead. This is outstanding. Lead Levy. I like lead Levy. <laughs> I'll take a Levy. Not Ooh. not supporting Levy. The lead Levy. That's like Levy for a thousand. <laughs> I like Anthony Anderson in Blackish. He's he's been superb through the through that whole show. It's 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 one of our favorites. About time. And beat superb. Superb. Right. Outstanding comedy series. Here's the big one. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Dead to Me. The Good Place. Insecure. The Kaminsky Method. Shits Creek. What We Do in the Shadows. Or The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Nick and I both vote for Curb Your Enthusiasm. It was it was an excellent season. He'd never seen it, and he's like why have I not watched this whole show? It was so good. Again, another one that's always critically acclaimed, but I don't ever remember it winning awards like this. So I don't, you know, I'm sure he doesn't care. He doesn't want to get dressed up and go to one of these things. So. Right. It was good this year. All right, now we're moving to the dramas. Outstanding supporting actor for a drama: Nicholas Braun for Succession, Billy Crudup. The Morning Show, Kieran Culkin for Succession, Mark Duplass for The Morning Show, Giancarlo Esposito for Better Call Saul, Matthew McFadden from Succession, Bradley Whitford, The Handmaid's Tale, or Jeffrey Wright from Westworld. Well, that was a lot of who. Y'all never remember all those, but I'm definitely voting for Kieran Culkin. It's one of the best things in the last couple years of television. He's so good. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, yeah, we love Westworld. Jeffrey Wright's the, a key to that, but I don't, I don't see him winning. 
not, uh, not probably, for this. I heard. I, I think. I not this know. last I season. I, am, I don't have Apple, so I don't. Yeah. You know, don't know either of what Morning they did show. on that show. And Gus Fring from Better Call Saul, Giancarlo is pretty He's great. Fine. There's other people in that show who deserved it. Um, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, because uh, here we. Oh well, we haven't got there yet. Never mind. Uh, outstanding supporting actress for a drama: Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown, Laura Dern for Big Little Lies, mm. Julia Garner Ozark, Tandy Newton Westworld, Fiona Shaw Killing Eve, Sarah Snook Succession, Meryl Streep Big Little Lies, or Samira Wiley The Handmaid's Tale. My wife would say Laura Dern Big Little Lies. I'm just gonna um, ride the succession train and go with Sarah Snook. There's Mer- a lot of people on this list that are like awards darlings who yeah, usually Meryl get, Street. win whatever they get nominated for. Right, yeah. I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> Alright, outstanding lead actor in a drama. Jason Bateman for Ozark. Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. Steve Carell, the morning show drama. Brian Cox for Succession, Billy Porter for Pose, or Jeremy Strong at Succession. I believe every person on Succession. L to the O G. Yeah, you get, that shows so good. I I I don't know. Who's, I'd probably go Brian Cox. Hmm. That's a pretty good lineup. I could see any one of these people winning. Yeah. Sterling K. Brown. I just don't want to watch him cry. <laughs> You get enough of that every week. Exactly. That's what we get every week. <laughs> All right. Lead actress in a drama. Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show. Olivia Coleman, The Crown. Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. Laura Lenny, Ozark. Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve. Or Zendaya for Euphoria. Hmm. Zendaya would not surprise me, but I think Laura Lenny. I I, th- I think I would pick Zendaya. Or Zendaya, Zendaya, whatever. I, I like that show. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the last big two awards. Outstanding limited series. Little Fires Everywhere. Mrs. America. Unbelievable. Unorthodox. Or Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen. Durr. <laughs> no contest. You're so dumb. Why'd you ever have to read all those? <laughs> all right. Outstanding drama. Better Call Saul. The Crown. The Handmaid's Tale. The Mandalorian. Ozark. Stranger Things. Succession. Or Killing Eve. Some good stuff on there, but I'd go better call Saul. I think Mandalorian just to be nominated is a I, is an upset, so I don't see it yeah, winning. I don't think it'll win. Same with Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- Handmaid's Tale seems like maybe its buzz is kind of passed. Too like late. It was, it was a little higher, and uh... it burnt down Arnold's in the final <laughs> minute of the first season. It they, it was the most cringeworthy thing. Ugh. Well, was Arnold like supporting the patriarchy and deserved to be burned down? <laughs> well, 
coincidentally, I've been watching Happy Days. And in the fourth season, Do you tell. The, at the end of the third season, Arnold gets married, I believe. And then he's no longer really on the show. He mm. finally came back in, towards the end of this fourth season. Um, but he, uh, to watch somebody get married, I forget. But anyway, and, oh no, to watch our, watch Fonzie graduate. Has Fonz had his bar mitzvah yet? No. I think I he's involved in he's involved in that. Spoiler. Oh man. No, but in the fourth season, suddenly it's Al Del Vecchio is running Arnold's. Oh know? yeah. Oh, I thought okay, I thought you meant Al. Sorry. Yes, Arnold disappears fairly early on, right? He's yeah. a con- he enters in the third season and leaves a- after the third season. That's he He's hilarious through that season. They yeah, use him a ton. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Al is great. Al is Al is great. He's he. I mean, these people are great at the, what they do. I don't think he ever won an Emmy. Surprisingly enough, that's Al He was great. I would totally vote for that guy right now. <laughs> All right, so that is our Emmy coverage. Take that to the bank of who might win or who might not or who cares. Um. The, but snubs, okay? Here comes snubs. Here comes snubs. Here comes. <laughs> There's another okay, title. Uh, <laughs> just writing titles. Here comes snubs. We said unbelievable was phenomenal. And yeah. yes, Tony Collette was nominated because she's Tony Collette and she always gets nominated. And she was very good in this, but she was just kind of Tony Collette. Both Caitlin Deaver and Merritt Weaver were like otherworldly in this. They were phenomenal. Where Tony Collette was just like, yeah, that's her normal thing. Totally agree. I don't know. Both she's those nominated because it. she is who she is. She is. If if Nick Cage could control the way he acted, he would be Tony Collette. <laughs> wow, I need to process that. I need. I need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a chart or something to figure that out. Uh, I also thought Zoe Kazan, I said from that plot against America, was terrific. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if that got nominated. Maybe for some technical awards for the the period piece, but I thought she was robbed. And I'm shocked. Kirsten Dunst from On Becoming a God in Florida. Like I thought this was her. Like I thought she was a shoe in, not even nominated. I looked it up to make sure like it was from this year, and it was. <laughs> but this- the TV. Is this even happening? I can't believe it. The TV Academy ruled that show a drama, not a comedy. They were trying to submit it as a comedy. So, you know, in the drama category, she's up against, you know, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Laura Linney. Like, it's a much harder competition. So, I, I agree. I didn't Did watch. Did you ever go back and finish that? I don't know how many episodes were in the first season, but I don't know that I, I don't think I made it through the whole season. I didn't. I, I think I might have. I watched at least six or eight episodes of it, and I yeah, she was great. It was. I feel like the, the show lost some steam as it went on. Yeah, it definitely did. But she was just a force. Absolutely, should have been nominated. And of course, Ray Seahorn. Yeah, as that's the my, Kim Wexler from Better Call Saul. There's nobody on TV I like watching more than Kim Wexler. I've never seen she. Second only to me in smoking skills. If you're going to sit there in an alley and smoke a cigarette, she's pretty good at it. And her but, pumps yeah. and 
pencil skirt, ponytail. So just only, so she was so good. Only Esposito was nominated, so no Jonathan Banks. But that's uh, just a, bullshit. A this lot is, of people wanted uh, 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 well, the guy playing uh, Salamanca, the main uh, the main villain. Yeah, somebody that was actually was on the show. I'm so yeah. sick of this. You know how many people like get egots this way? They just like just show up on a show for an episode and get oh well boom you're that's how you're gonna get your Emmy and it's like so Giancarlo Esposito shows up you know does an episode so boom he gets nominated it's like what about the people that actually were on the the episodes and killed it every time. He had a little bigger role this year, but yeah, definitely he's he's not the focus of this series as as Kim would be. How does uh, Bob Odenkirk not get nominated? He always has in the past, but just not this year for whatever reason. I I'm I'm not sure what happened there. That's still the best thing on TV for my money. So it doesn't make sense. So we are here for you, Ray Seahorn, and we yes. always will be. Even if the Emmys aren't. This is a Ray Seahorn stand podcast now. <laughs> TV! Yeah, that TV. was it. I, 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 Hey, man, we're like an hour into it. I say uh, we, we, yeah, you nude me. We TV'd, we Emmyed. That don't, that don't rhyme. Like you were, you yeah, had a rhythm going. I, I had it going there for a second. <laughs> all right then well thank you all for listening and uh we hope that helps prime you once september gets here and if the emmys go forward as anticipated you'll have a little bit better standing on who all these people are and what they did and who was left out of the proceedings so uh check us out all our social media become a patron one dollar gets you lots of fun stuff that's right check back with us soon my name is jordan Love. cliff barnes Seth, bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. <laughs>